A lot of people don't know we are in the electric power business and that we've been in the business for 95 years. And there is not a typical electric power customer. It could be a hospital to make sure that the power stays on when you're on the operating table. And we're working hard to be aligned with our customers to meet their needs. It's a great time to be in electric power. Um, the world, world needs what we do more than ever. Welcome to Caterpillars Beyond the Iron Podcast. I'm your host, Rusty Dunn. Thank you so much for your continued interest in all things Caterpillar, the people, the stories, the commitment to helping our customers build a better, more sustainable world. Now to today's conversation, and, and might I suggest that this discussion will be absolutely electric. I mean that in a literal <laughs> sense. In this case, we're talking about the electric power division here at Caterpillar, and who better to sit with for this Beyond the Iron conversation than Jason Kaiser, Caterpillar Senior Vice President with responsibility for the Electric Power Organization. Jason, welcome. How yeah. are you? Welcome to the no, podcast. Uh, fantastic. Great to be with you again on the podcast. And maybe we start this out by setting the table a little bit for people who may not be familiar with the company's electric power business, strong connections into the energy transition, sustainability, services, and this is certainly on a global scale. And I'm sure there's several things that are going to come out today that surprise people about the electric power division, but set the table with us a little bit. Yeah, I th think one thing that I find surprises people is that we're actually in the business a lot. So when I'm out meeting new people, you know, I tell them I work at Caterpillar. People know Caterpillar. Absolutely. Pretty instantly from um, the construction equipment they see on the side of the road. But a lot of people don't know we are in the electric power business. So that's often the first surprise that we even do that. And that we've been in the business for 95 years, you know, almost as long as we've been in the business of Caterpillar. From the we've very beginning. Electric power. Our products, people tend to hide them. So they put them in basements, they build fences around them, you know, our, our chin sets and things. So, you know, it, it, they're not as uh, visible and people don't know we're in the business. So, you know, that's usually one of the, the first surprises. The number of interesting products and services we have is, is one too. So we're very, like our foundational products, gin sets, Absolutely, but we yeah. have lots of interesting things, switch gear, you know, more recently energy storage, solar PV, control systems. And, and even energy as a service, which we may talk about a little later. The other thing that I think is surprising and often even within Caterpillar is the complexity of our business. For example, we are small gen sets, a very retail, you know, e-commerce and those kind of things fit well. We also have big power plant projects that are a lot like a mining customer. They run 24 seven, mm -hmm. uptime matters, those kinds of things. We have three brands across the world within our business, not just CAT, but MWM and FG Wilson as well. So that complexity, I think, surprises people a bit with it, our business too. It, the complexity and the, the, the scale, whether it's going from something smaller mm -hmm. to really large. That's right. Interesting. Is there something, is there such a thing, Jason, as a typical EPD customer? And, and probably not, I'm, I'm guessing, but who are the customers and, and what are, are their needs and how is EPD in a position to support that? And I'm guessing it's a pretty a diverse customer base. It's super diverse. And there is not a typical electric power customer to, to answer the question simply. On the small end of our diesel product line, could be a small genset that backs up a local fire station and make sure the lights stay on during an emergency when that fire station has to do what it needs to do. In our large diesel product line, it could be a hospital 
to make sure that the power stays on when you're on the operating table, super important stuff. Yeah. It could be a data center to make sure that all the financial transactions go through when they're supposed to, that you can watch your streaming service anytime you want to and those kinds of things as well. I was gonna ask about, we won't name any streaming services, but I, I had an inkling that we were yeah, uh, we're, helping we're, out with some we're of We're a very important part you know, <laughs> behind the scenes to make sure all that stuff happens and you can do, do those things when you want to. Yeah. Yeah. In, in our gas business, some really interesting things as well. You know, we, we have the ability to burn methane, which can come from a landfill. It can come from a, a wastewater plant. And we make electricity with that, which is super interesting. We also do what we call combined heat and power. So if you can imagine a large factory and they're processing food, so they need electricity, but they also need a lot of heat. We can use our product to not only provide the electric power, but we take the heat from that product and the factory can use that as well. So super efficient mm -hmm. in how it uses energy. And then our rental business is really interesting as well. So small end of that, maybe it's the county fair powering the rides or the concession stand. On the big end of that, maybe we mobilize enough power to power a whole new mine site. So think of the diversity and the different kinds of applications. So typical no, there isn't a typical, and that's one of the things that makes the business so fun is, is there's so many different kinds of customers that we have. You're right, I mean, that is diverse for sure. Maybe discuss a little bit, Jason, and put into perspective context, EP, these role in the energy transition. Yeah, it's a really great time to be in the electric power business because yeah. of that, that change. The world is more and more reliant on electricity, it seems like every day. You know, more people use electricity for the things they do, and, and that's really the core of our business is providing reliable electricity and what we do at CAT. I think about a trip I got to go on a couple months ago. I got to go to Indonesia and Bangladesh to visit our CAT dealers mm -hmm. and customers. And in Bangladesh, I had an opportunity to meet the leader of an industrial company that was there, and they were making yarn and fabric and their electric grid wasn't very reliable. And so they ran their whole factory using our gas gensets 24 seven. They're everything they did. Purely on purely, our product. Purely on our product. And so you think about you know, that, that promise of reliability that we have there. It was really important to that customer in doing it. The other thing that's really important, in, and we've talked about this, it was in our investor day presentation as an example, is the dynamics on the utility grid. You think about, you plug in the wall, there's a whole utility grid that supports the electricity that comes out of that plug. And it has lots and lots of change happening to it. So in terms of input to the grid, more wind, more solar mm -hmm. is being added all the time. And that's great from a sustainability standpoint, but it creates variability because the wind doesn't always blow, the sun doesn't always shine. At the same time, there's more and more loads being added to the grid as well. More cars being plugged in, EVs, et cetera. And so if you're the utility grid, it's a tough situation yeah. for you. Historically, there were big like coal-fired power plants as an example that really supported that grid. And mm -hmm. a lot of those are being shut down. We have great products to help with that. You can use our gensets, our energy storage systems, place them out in that utility grid, and they can help ensure the reliability of that power. They're there if the sun doesn't shine, if the wind doesn't blow, and that creates a great opportunity for us, and we're doing a lot of things in our business to be positioned to help customers through that journey. The other thing that we talk about and I like to think about is electrified construction and mining sites as well. So those customers are starting to think about how can electrified impact in either a mining business or a construction business. And as Caterpillar, we have a really unique advantage in that we have machine product, but also 
you know, all the things we do in electric power to help build the infrastructure to support those machines. Well, I bet you have some interesting conversations with customers, and I'm sure there are some who are trying to get ahead of the curve, already thinking about it, already at the table with us, and, and others trying to figure out what has to happen to prepare for the future. And maybe, I assume there may be other customers who you help get them to thinking about what absolutely. they're going to need to do and even to begin the journey. Yeah, absolutely. We, we are. And it's been, it's been a fun journey, even for me personally. I've had a career in electric power, which is kind of an interesting thing at, at CAP. Yeah, you've seen a few changes. I have, and, and, I, <laughs> and, and up until a couple of years ago, I didn't have a lot of experience working with RI or CI teams or folks, and that's changed over the last two years dramatically. The amount of collaboration internally driven by the electrification opportunity has been great. It's been really fun working with lots of new people within Caterpillar and thinking how we can bring all of Caterpillar together to help customers. Let me kind of continue on to level set a little more with the energy transition. I know there are probably a, a decent list of unknowns out there, perhaps some misconceptions around the energy transition. Give us your read on that as we sort of try to figure this out together. Yeah, <laughs> ab absolutely. And it, it makes me think of um, something I heard Tana Utley say when she was here with us a couple of times. Yes, a reti retired, long, yeah, retired yeah. Uh, leader from Caterpillar, yeah, she, Tana. She would talk about things, and particularly in this space, this is a mystery, not a puzzle. With a puzzle, you, you have to put it together. You kind of know what it's going to look like at the end. This energy transition is a bit of a mystery, and it's we have to figure to it out as we go. And I, I always think about her saying that. I think it really fits well to the situation that we're in. A couple of, of answers to that question from my perspective. One is diesel, natural gas, they're an important part of the journey moving forward. And I, I go back to that scenario with the utility grid that I mentioned. More and more wind, more and more solar. People talk about the renewable penetration. So that's the percentage of renewable resources that are on the utility grid. And if you really want to continue to increase that, you have to add something that you know will come on when you need it in order to backstop more wind and more solar. And our, our products are great for that. You know, our natural gas gensets, the turbines we have in our solar business as well are, are great for that. So we're an important part of that answer and that journey from that perspective. And, and I think that's something that, that can be a misconception at times. Mm -hmm. The other thing is around technologies and you know, kind of this thought, well, there's going to be one technology that's going to win and you have to kind of put all your eggs in that basket. I'm guessing that may, I, that's probably not. I don't know that that's true. If you look at us as CAT, we have so many kinds of customers, so many kinds of applications, how they use our products and services. I think it makes a lot of sense for us to be looking at multiple technologies, which I see us doing and I think it's mm -hmm. great in that misconception that you know, maybe there won't be several technology winners along the journey. It won't journey. be a one-size-fits-all yeah. sort of yeah. situation. Absolutely, and, and we really, you know, we're working hard to be aligned with our customers to meet their needs, and, and that means that we'll have to be flexible and look at many different things. We have some really interesting customer experimentations going on in electric power projects with the Department of Energy and other things that we've announced over the last couple of years, and those are gonna help us a lot. Give people an idea of, is our electric power business predominantly in North America? Is it spread throughout the world in terms of a true global organization? It's a great question. It, you know, really every Caterpillar dealer is an electric power dealer. And so it, the answer is that we're very global. We're global in our reach through our dealer network, through our electric power team. You know, we have team members in many places all over the world. 
And so it's a truly global opportunity. We have a few different concentrations of different applications like we talked about before, but our business is very global in nature and, and maybe less concentrated in certain areas than some other parts of GAP. We're always interested in the business side, but I always like asking about the organization itself in terms of culture and people. And I certainly know a great number of people within the electric power division and you've created or are creating a, a culture of openness, transparency. You're a great communicator. But as a leader, where do you want to head with what you want this organization to strive for? Then thanks for asking that question. We've spent a lot of time on that in electric power over the last couple of years, understanding what kind of culture we want to have and then working on our culture so that we're continuing to improve. It starts with safety and values. You, know, you mentioned that. That's the foundation. Yeah, those are table right. stakes no yep, matter table what. Table stakes to get it right. And we layer upon that, you know, a couple of other elements that we think are really important right now, particularly in the face of the energy transition. So once customer focus, in a time of changing customer needs, you have to be really close to your customers. You have to understand how their businesses work, what they need to be successful, how to engage them, you know, not just by talking about how our specs on our products work, but understanding their business and how what we do helps make them successful. And so we talk a ton about customer focus and our culture of customer focus. The other element we talk a lot about is growth mindset. In simple terms, it's being able to understand, be willing to embark on change and, and learn, really create a learning culture where we're learning from the things that are in front of us, we're learning from our successes, we're learning from our mistakes in a way where we're continually improving as an organization and being willing to change in a way that helps us go after new opportunities. And again, in an environment of energy transition, it's really important for us to have that mindset and look at the change as an opportunity and position ourselves to be successful along that journey. I want to stay on leadership here for a second. Leadership lessons that you may have learned and continue to learn, and maybe perhaps some advice for our listeners who aspire to careers in electric power division, yes, but perhaps at Caterpillar. What are some of those things you've picked up, Jason, yeah. along the way that seem to work? It may not work for everybody, but you felt yeah, this, I, this has helped me be successful. And I think we all have those experiences or, or kind of stories in our journey that help with that. I've, I've been really lucky. I've had some great leaders, some great mentors in my Caterpillar journey that have been willing to invest in me and, and kind of share along the way. I think it all starts with just doing good work, right? If you're gonna have a successful career, you have to do good work. And I think even beyond that, be a good teammate. Maybe you don't hear that part as much, but you know, not only your success, but help your teammates succeed. Mm -hmm. And I think that goes a long way, and particularly in the early part of your career, to helping with success. All careers aren't created equal either. You know, there's not just one path at Caterpillar. You go talk to 10 different Caterpillar people and you'll hear very, very different career journeys. And being able to understand and accept those kinds of changes and know that you can't do a career on a spreadsheet and know exactly how it's going to work out is, is You can, as well. but it usually doesn't go exactly <laughs> the way you think it's going to. You're right. Yeah. Maybe a last point is, you know, understanding balance for yourself and taking care of yourself through that, that journey. That classic work-life balance yeah, uh, yep. uh, conversation. Yeah, you know, for me, my family is very, very important to me. And I find when I get the balance right and I spend the right amount of time with them, I feel energized at work. I um, mean, I do my best work. And when I get my balance wrong and I don't draw those boundaries, 
I really suffer in both places and I have to keep that right. My, my work is better when I keep that balance right. It helps you be a better, a better employee, a better leader. Yeah, and a better husband and father too. Uh, when it, oh oh yeah, there's yeah, that, that's, yeah. Right. that's exactly right. But that's a constant work. You have to be on top of that all the time and conscious of it. it you do and, and it changes. You know, depending on your situation at home, your situation mm -hmm. at work, you know, it's not a, it's not always in equilibrium either. It changes as you go along. Absolutely. So. It's interesting with regard to, and I had someone tell me early on, and I still work on this, Rusty, talk less, listen more. And I've heard you mention the listening here now several times, and that's obvious, and that's how you, you learn, that's how you, a good listener can establish, a, that's how you establish yeah. relationships. It does, and kind of that trust and rapport with people, yes. And if you have that with someone who may report to you and you have to deliver, to your point, constructive criticism or mm -hmm. things to help, it plays better, it's received better, and it's it's absorbed better. You're right, it's a, it's a great point. Well, Jason, as we wrap up, and I, I wish we had more time, this is such a, a fascinating business, it's, and certainly in electric power, always changing, it's complex. What do you see as the thing that your organization really has to get right going forward to achieve EP's long-term goals, feeding into Caterpillar, being successful, and then ultimately, of course, helping the customer be successful. But how do you view that? Here's what we really have to do, yeah, no I matter think what. It's a great question, you know, it's a complex question, but I'll try to, to give, <laughs> a, give a simple <laughs> answer. One is really just stay focused on what we're good at, which is helping our customers have reliable power. You know, how we do that, I think, will change over time. You know, there's very interesting things that we're going to bring to help them. You know, our ability to provide alternate fuels is a great example, right? We can help customers in their sustainability journey by the different kind of fuel types. We stay close to customers, understand their needs, bring those solutions forward to them. We're going to be very well positioned. The other thing I think we need to do really well on our journey moving forward is that collaboration that I mentioned within Caterpillar. We have a lot to bring to the table to help our customers with all the different talent and skill across Caterpillar, and it's never been more important than it than it is right now. It's a great time to be in electric power. Um, the world world needs what we do more than ever. The future is bright in electric yeah, power. Absolutely. See what we did there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You did it again. <laughs> I did it one more time. <laughs> well, Jason, I really appreciate you taking time to, to have this conversation. Best of luck to you and the electric power team. It's really exciting. I know it's something new every day. Great to do this again and look forward to the next time. We appreciate your insight. Thanks so much for sharing and appreciate all of our listeners uh, around the world. And, and we love getting your comments as well as we have these important conversations. More Beyond the Iron discussions coming your way soon. Be safe in everything you do. I'm Rusty Dunn. And as always, have a great day.